Welcome back to Queerly a Vibe. My name's Kayla. My pronouns are she, they. And my name is Sam, and my pronouns are she, her. So, Sam, today we're going to talk about a topic that me and you are both very familiar with. But first, let's give them to our vibes and unsubscribes. Okay, cool. So, I'm going to go first with my vibes. My first vibe I showed you yesterday, just came in the mail, is my new air fryer. Yeah, um, our air fryer went kaput, I don't know, last week, and we had to get a new one, and this one is purple, and really it came also with a purple, like, silicone baking thing that you can put inside of it, too, so if you want to do, like, saucy stuff or mm-hmm. whatever, just to keep it clean. Yeah, so huge vibe, and it was on sale. Also, it's randomly a, cr- a collab with... Marshmallow, like yeah, the DJ or (laughs) whatever. I don't Mm -hmm. understand, but it is really cute. It's like lavender. Yeah, it's gonna match the vibe of the kitchen once we have a kitchen again. Yes, it's very maximalist. Thank you. (laughs) Yeah, you definitely need a new air fryer though because you don't have a kitchen, so that's like the only way you can cook things besides the microwave. Yeah. We're looking for a purple toaster now, too. I know there's some on Amazon, but, like, I don't want to get something that is only going to last a little bit. I'd like to try to find something. Plus, I know you can paint that stuff. I've seen people on TikTok doing it. Like, Mm -hmm. so who knows? (laughs) Okay, what about you? What are you vibing with? Uh, Well, last episode I was talking about we are potentially going to be going on a cruise, and we did book that cruise, so we're going in early February. I'm really excited about it. We're going to Amber Cove and also Grand Turk, so Dominican Republic and Turks and Caicos, and it's five days. It's the longest I've ever been on the cruise, so really excited. Yay. Do you have to do any, like covid stuff before you go like do you have to take a test or take your vaccine card or anything like that no i don't think so i think that they just test your temperature daily and make sure you're gucci gotcha okay Um, cool but yeah i'm very excited for that for you yeah i have my covid card though so if i do need it it's not a big deal i have it on my phone sure cool Well, my next vibe, something we already, again, talked about just a little, was the uh, new Prince Harry memoir, Spare. (laughs) I know there's so many opinions on it. I gave it a three-star rating on Goodreads, if anyone was curious. Really? Um, Yeah, it's just, it was a lot. It was a lot. But I guess if you're writing one memoir about a life that has lived so much, then... Yeah, there's a lot to say because it did start all the way back and in 1997 all the way up to current so it was long but it had some great parts that were great but also like why are why am i reading this yeah why are you putting this in the book some of the highlights would be um smoking a shopping bag full of weed (laughs) i love that um 
talking about when Megan was in labor for the first time and how she had like laughing gas there if she needed it. And when, by the time she needed it, it was gone because he had already huffed it all. And then, (laughs) (laughs) just unnecessary details like that. And then um, there was a lot of stuff getting, doing shrooms at Courtney Cox's house and like having a combo with her toilet. Just, oh my gosh. <laughs> a lot of talk about his penis as well that he calls his todger. A lot of talk about the todger. No. Just a lot of things that I was like, did anyone pre-read this before it came out? Because there yeah. was just, but overall, if you're, you know, it's it was an experience. I listened to it on audio as well. I didn't yeah. actually physically read it, but he read it. So that was cool. I also got the audiobook with one of my Audible credits because I have like 10 oh, and I yeah. can't cancel my Audible thing until I use all my credits. So I was like, I would be interested in listening to this, especially with you telling me all the details that are in the book and it's just like random shit so i'm excited to listen to it i listened on uh, like 1.3 speed i think Mm. and there's a lot of middle section where he's talking about his like military career and he does go on like multiple deployments yeah so there is like a long middle section that was really kind of heavy well i mean the whole book is heavy honestly but like yeah just I don't know but I think it's worth a listen and you I mean like you said you have a bunch of credits might as well exactly it's like 15 hours long so you really gotta yeah it was really long you gotta commit and if you but, wanted to buy it regularly it's like 30 bucks for the book no honestly I pre-ordered it on Amazon hard copy and I only paid like 22 dollars Hmm. So I was very shocked when I saw it in Target for like 28 yeah. and on Barnes and Noble for 30. So yeah. that's why you should be pre-ordering your shit because you're going to get a better deal. True. Once it starts popping off, that price up. <laughs> so so my next vibe is that I got my hair done last weekend. So if you're watching this on video... Uh, This is not a good example of it because it's dirty, so I have it up. But I did get bangs, and I got my blonde touched up for my vacation. So I'm ready. It's going to be hot girl February. Oh, I love that. (laughs) Vacation girl, she's undeniable. Love that hair. Thank you. What's your next vibe? My next vibe is I feel like I'm late to the train. I know I'm late to the train, but Animal Crossing. Um, Is it just a current thing? Possibly, because I've never really been a video girl, video game girly. But I'm into Animal Crossing right now. Um, Kayla and I were trying to play online last night, and it was not successful, but we will be successful. Can't wait to go to her island and take a look around. Yeah. Do you, I have a question about Animal Crossing. Okay. Is your character, is it like based off of you? What's your character's name? My character's name is just my name. Okay. That's how Max has his character too. But yeah. I did not 
I misunderstood the assignment, maybe. <laughs> I just named it whatever I wanted, and I just kind of dressed her kind of similar to me. Or, like, I made her look kind of similar to me, but not exactly what like me. What did you me? pick her name to be? Pippa. 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 <gasps> Reminds me of Pippa. Peppa Pig. I love your Animal Crossing name, Pippa. That's cute. Thank you. And she kind of looks like me. She does have bangs and, like, she has green eyes. But, like, her hair is, you know, I don't know. I was just curious. I don't know how far you've gotten to the game yet, but you can have a wand. And it has, like, different outfits loaded, like, five or six. And you can just pick what outfit that you want. I... I logged on to mine for the first time yesterday, whenever we were trying to play, and all my villagers were like, it's been over a year since you've been here. <laughs> and they were all yelling at me, but... Uh, they were unsubscribed I, from you in that yeah, moment. essentially. But I edited my wand outfits. I, like, added a new one. And I also have a outfit where I look like David Rose. From Shit's Creek. <gasps> cute. Yeah. It is really cute. I can't wait to see when I come to your island. I will show you all my outfits and I'll give you a tour of my house. I cleaned all the cockroaches cool. out of it. Love and that. And I picked up all the weeds so it'll look nice when you come. Did you get yourself flowers? Myself flowers? Yeah, like your next vibe. Flowers? Did you get yourself flowers? <laughs> okay, that I was epic. Flowers. Sorry, I was not picking up what you were putting down, but yes, my next vibe is Miley Cyrus, her new song Flowers. I'm really excited for her new album that's coming out. I hope that she tours with it because she hasn't toured since Bangers, which I went to. So excited for that. And I love that she's just a petty queen. An icon. Yeah, I have been getting a lot of stuff on my TikTok about, like, basically treating her like Taylor Swift and kind of picking apart, like, this dress and this hair and this moment back from 2013 and yeah. all that stuff. Yes, um, same. Yeah. Okay, cool. What's your last vibe? My last vibe? Okay, I feel like this... I I don't know, the library, just the library in general, like everyone should be using your public library. There's so many things there other than just books, like you don't have to be a reader to, there's audio books and digital books. And a lot of libraries have like equipment you can borrow and classes Mm -hmm. you can take and like you should just support your local library. It's so good. There's nothing bad about the library. I saw something on TikTok about having like a third space, which is a space outside of home and work that you yeah. can go to. And like the library has always, even as a kid, definitely my third space. Like I love that. Love. Support your local library. I recently just got a library card within the last year. And I didn't know that you can get one outside of your county. Like, if you just live close, you can get one. Yeah. So I got um, four library cards for, like, all the surrounding counties. And recommend the app Libby, which is just for audiobooks. And you can connect all of your library cards to it and just get audiobooks from there. It's amazing. 
I agree. That's mostly what I do. I do have Audible, but... Yeah, that's why I wanted to cancel my Audible is because of that. Yeah, I agree. Uh, That's how I read so many books a year because I'm just listening to them one Mm -hmm. after the other constantly. So, hell yeah. The library, great. Great place. Well, I don't have any more vibes, but I do have some unsubscribes. My first unsubscribe is going to be my Tamagotchi. You may have seen me last episode with my Tamagotchi on my water bottle. And unfortunately, I took it off because I killed it twice. And whenever it dies, it beeps really, really loud. And you cannot get it to stop. And both times that it died, I was at work, of course. So it was just like beeping for like a whole 30 seconds. And then, like, a little angel comes up on the screen, and there's just like, oh, no. that's how you know that your Tamagotchi died. So, basically, I would have already killed myself two times because I don't drink enough water. And that's the moral of the story. <laughs> <laughs> so, yes, that is um, one of my unsubscribes. What about you? Oh, poor Tamagotchi. Um, my unsubscribe, again, we still haven't started our kitchen. So... I wouldn't say we, like it's not you. That's true. I mean, the reconstruction on the kitchen has not began. And we are just a couple days shy of two months of it being ripped up. So, yeah. And the craziest thing is like whenever you reported it to the insurance and they did like all the stuff, they were like, cool, Um, we got it approved. They came the next day and ripped it out and then just stopped everything. Yeah, basically. Like, getting it ripped out was pretty quick. And, yeah. But getting it replaced. And when I say that the reconstruction hasn't started, I mean, we haven't even discussed it at all. Like, we have the estimate. We know how much it costs. We know what's going to be replaced. But, like, we haven't spoken to anyone about what we'll put in or what it's what the timeline is or how long it's going to take nothing so they haven't even came in to do literally anything yet besides rip it out yeah they did a walkthrough um oh yeah uh, and they did find a live wire that's been sitting just exposed for the last almost two months so they did take care of that for us um but other than that (laughs) yeah we're just waiting I guess. I agree. That is a huge unsubscribe. I agree with you. It's going to be my continual unsubscribe until we have at least some movement, until they at least start. What about you? An unsubscribe for me is Cincinnati weather. What the fuck? It, like, fluctuates so much. Like, earlier this week it was warm. Now it's snowing outside? It was warm, like, in the 50s. Like, it was warm. Like, three weeks ago, we had a really bad snowstorm, and the next week, it was, like, 60 degrees after it had just been, like, ice and so much snow. Yeah. I don't get it. Um, But anyways, to my real unsubscribe is Wenzel's haircut. Wenzel is my cat, my gray cat. Uh, We'll post a picture of him on our Instagram, but... He yeah, we'll we'll post a picture pre and post haircut. <laughs> Penny wanted to just say hi, everyone. Hi, if you're watching a video. Hi, Penny. Hello. Okay, Mama. So Wenzel's haircut. 
Okay, first, he's been banned from, like, three groomers because he doesn't like getting his hair cut. He doesn't like being groomed, but he's a long hair cat. So if I don't get him groomed, whenever he grooms himself, then he gets a lot of hairballs and stuff. And it's just, it's not good. Yeah. And he won't let me brush him. He won't let me trim his nails. Like, he just does not like being groomed, period, unless it's him doing it. So I took him to a vet groomer and (laughs) they started on his haircut he only had half of a haircut for like a month and then they were like he's gonna have (laughs) to be sedated to finish the rest and i was like all right he's already been banned from three groomers so like yeah he's probably gonna have to be sedated to be groomed so they sedated him they groomed him and since he had to be sedated he's also an older cat so we had to have blood work to make sure he was okay to go under so the haircut plus the sedation plus the testing to make sure that he's good 215 dollars and let me just tell you that he looks goofy as hell did they cut his nails too yeah they did okay and to think like that's just maintenance so like you may have to do all of that again in yeah. another year or how I don't know how long but yeah probably I mean he shaved year. pretty short so it, it'll take mm-hmm. a while to- I've got line cuts on him before and he always looks really cute so I asked the groomer to do that and she did do a lion cut but she did the mane a lot shorter than it's ever been so and- that's what makes him look goofy is like she trimmed all the hair around his face and like off of his chest so I see. Yeah. Well, we'll post some pictures online so people can see what he looked like before and after the first cut and then after the final cut too. <laughs> A whole progression. He's so cute though. And he's been super cuddly ever since he got um, put under. I don't know what it is, but every single night he has been sleeping in bed like next to me touching me. <gasps> And he did not do that before. He's cold. Oh, you think so? Uh, yeah. Well, I don't think it's just that he's cold, but maybe he's, mm-hmm. chi- you know, he's used to having a lot of fur. So maybe, yeah, he's chilly. I did think that maybe he's cold, but I don't know. Okay. My last unsubscribe is email. Just email in general. Like, all email. Yeah. <laughs> uh, I don't like checking it, but I don't like when it accumulates either. Uh, If you have something important to say, why are you sending it in an email and thinking I'm going to get that in a timely fashion? Like, there's so many avenues you could take before you email me. I just don't want to be bothered. And I'm tired of giving it out. I'm tired of having to type it in. It's long. It's annoying. (laughs) I'm just sick of it. I'm done with email. Okay. If you want to reach me, buy a stamp and send me a letter. And that's that. <laughs> you can also text me. I too also hate email. Yeah. I do not read my emails and that has gotten <laughs> me into trouble in the past. Like whenever I had my hacker. Yeah. Yeah. Anyways. Um, yeah. I just act like it doesn't exist. Same with the regular mail that comes to my house. Do not open. And if anyone tries to call me. Do not answer. I agree. Email is out. We're all in consensus. We're done with email. (laughs) So we're all just going to stop using it, right? Yes. 
I don't understand why we can't. Boomers do it all the time. You're like, hey, can I get your email address? They're like, oh, I don't, I don't do that. I don't do that stuff. Well, same. I don't do that stuff either anymore. So, <laughs> who's gonna tell you now? Uh, I mean, really, what are they gonna do? If that happens, then you know your only choice is to start making up ridiculous emails to give them, like fart yeah. breakfast thirteen at yahoo.com <laughs> and then you spell it out for them and like you just make it weird and then Hugh Jazz at <laughs> hotmail.com yeah okay we want to go ahead and get into our segment so I'm sure everyone knows what we're talking about based off the title but what is our subject today fat f-a-t fat all things <laughs> Yeah. People, places, things, anything. Hi, queers. Kayla here. I just wanted to put a trigger warning here to let you know that if discussion of weight is triggering to you, then this is probably the point in the episode where you should stop listening. We discuss our experiences as fat people and how we are treated differently by society, doctors, and even family. We still try to keep it as lighthearted as possible, and as always, we use humor to cope. We hope that you continue listening, but we understand if you need to skip this one. Back to the episode. Yeah, we're both very familiar with this subject because we're both fat. So we figured yeah. this is a good topic for us to talk about because we know a lot about it and we've literally experienced it. So, yeah. And I think it's something that we have to, I don't want to say deal with, but it's something that is in the forefront of our lives every single day. So, it, mm-hmm. you know, it's important. So our segment, I thought the best thing that we could possibly do is to go ahead and read each other some pickup lines, but with a twist. We're going to make them fat. (laughs) I googled pickup lines, fat pickup lines, and there were hits. I got these off of thepickuplines.net. So these are uh, fat pickup lines. I guess you can use them if you're fat or on fat people, it didn't specify. So <laughs> I think you're, I think you're going to like them. Do you want to start us off with the first fat pickup line then? Okay. Well, this one, I actually need you to be our participant. Oh, so, I know. All right, cool. I'm right so on. do you, do you want to dance? No. I think you misheard me. I said, you look fat in those pants, bitch. <laughs> That's a pickup line. (laughs) But honestly, that is the most realistic pickup line that I've probably like, you would hear that out in the wild. Because that's, that's what you always get is somebody hits on you. And the moment you say you're not interested, that's fine. You're fucking, you're ugly and fat anyway. I wasn't even talking to you. Yeah. These are like anti pickup lines, honestly. Some of them get better. Okay. I don't know if any would work, but they get better. True. If somebody tells you no immediately, like, your pickup line didn't work, but... You try another one then. Of course, you got to get another one out of here. All right. Well, here's the next pickup line then. All right. Lay it on me. You put the ass in Jurassic. Oh, okay. I guess. (laughs) That one's not that bad. It doesn't seem as 
insulting. <laughs> you have a huge ass, basically. Yeah, but that could be a good thing. Like, Kim Kardashian has a huge ass, so that's true. All right, cool. So, is it hot in here, or are your boobs just huge? No, it's just hot in here. <laughs> <laughs> My boobs are not like, huge. Are you saying that they're smothering you? Like, it's, uh, I don't understand that one. Yeah, I think they're just looking at your boobs and they need an excuse to bring it up. All right. I heard that you like avocados. Well, I'm a good fat too. (laughs) (laughs) I feel like obviously you got to be fat to use that one. Yeah. I love avocados though. They're so yummy. Guacamole. I found another one with avocados. Damn girl. Are you an avocado? Because I'm seeing delicious fat underneath your ugly clothes. And that is how it was written. <laughs> what? I don't understand how these are pickup lines whenever you're insulting people. <laughs> because from the age of five, we tell girls, well, if they're being mean to you, that is because they like you. Annoying. So yeah. now you think that it's appropriate. Why? Why would you not just say it's bad enough? To say that you see the delicious fat underneath my clothes, <laughs> but to call my clothes ugly in the same breath, like yeah. one, I dress stylish uh, when I'm going out, and two, I mean, look at this shirt. If you're watching on video, it's a merch shirt, stylish, and two, like, what about that is going to make me like you? <laughs> that one's not working on me. I'm not into that. None of these are going to work on me, if I'm being honest. Okay. All right. The next one, um, I'm loving your body because good things don't come in small packages. <laughs> Says a guy that probably has a small package. Oh, yeah. But he would probably follow up with, like, don't worry, because I got a big package, too. Like. <laughs> We're made for each other, baby. We're both a big package. I can <laughs> I can hear that one just coming out of someone's mouth. Cringe. And then he takes you outside and he's got a big ass like Ford F-150 with the big rims and shit. You got to use the step to get up into it. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Absolutely not. Yeah. <laughs> I bet you put extra sugar in your cereal every morning. Uh, is it because I'm sweet? No, it's because you're fat as hell. <laughs> Damn. And again, I copy and pasted these directly from this website. So I did not add any extra anything to these. <laughs> I, I need to know what man is Googling, like fat pickup lines and then like goes to this website and it's like these are perfect and like scribbles them all down to use he's got his notebook like in the car before he comes inside he's like okay are you okay fat as hell got it got it (laughs) (laughs) definitely getting laid tonight okay the last one that we have is are you an ambulance because you're big fat and noisy Period. And what about Yeah, I am big, fat, and noisy. 
What about And it? when an ambulance drives by you, what do you do? You get the fuck out of the way so they can pass. Okay? <laughs> <laughs> okay, well, wow. I'm glad that we're done with those pickup lines because those are awful and cheesy and cringy, honestly. They are cringy, but they're on the internet. People are using this resource on how to pick up people. How to pick up people. Yeah. Fat people. Yeah. So before we get into our discussion, also, spoiler alert, about fat Mm. people, I have a fun fact, kind of just an anecdote that Kayla really reminded me of last night when we were going over this episode about um, a relationship I used to be in. And I love that this is going to go on the internet. Everyone needs to hear this because no shame, but it's just a great story. Agreed. Um, No shame, but um, I was in a relationship with this guy for probably a year and a half um, at the time when I found out that he had a fat fetish. Um, Again, first, that would have been cool to know because that entire time I was fat, so that would have been nice he had um previously been like really fit and worked out a lot and his ex was really fit and worked out a lot so I always had that in the back of my mind like god she was so hot and like she looked so great I just Mm -hmm. so that would have been really helpful info to know off the top yeah that's the thing is that she didn't know until they broke up that he had this fetish Mm, I knew about two months before we broke up And it wasn't because of the fetish, just to say. It just happened that I found out. The fat fetish was more so for him. Like, he wanted to be fat more than he wanted me or or any of his partners to be fat. Mm -hmm. So I found out he was posting content online. He had, like, fake email, fake usernames, fake, like, I don't want to say fake, but, like, hidden, not with his name. And he had followers. He had people he was texting on his phone. He was posting YouTube videos under this um, of him, like, eating, wearing really tight, small clothes, rubbing his stomach, um, Tumblr, because this was a couple years ago, so when Tumblr was still kind of relevant. Mm -hmm. So I land upon all this information in one go. And the thing that I could not get that I was so upset about that blew my mind was we all had this running joke that like every year for his birthday, if you'd say like, what'd you wish for? Or for New Year's, when you'd say, what's your resolution? He would always say, I want to get scooter fat. As in, I want to be so fat that I have to ride a scooter basically because I'm so overweight. And we would laugh about it, like, oh my god, ha ha ha, what a funny joke. And we would, like, banter back and forth, like, yeah, when you get scooter fat, I'll have to help you do this and this, and, like, (laughs) in a joking way. So we're always, and that's a reoccurring joke, like, we're talking about it consistently. And after I find all this info out, I ask him, like, why are we joking about that? And he's like, no, I'm not. I'm not joking. You were the only one that was joking. I actually do want to get scooter fat. 
I actually, that is my New Year's resolution. That is my birthday wish to be scooter fat. You just thought I was joking. So we laughed, but I wasn't. <laughs> and I'm like, oh, okay. So again, not to yuck anyone's yum. There's nothing wrong with having a fat fetish. Um, there's nothing wrong. I think as long as you're not just fetishizing, fetishizing your partner, like you actually are connecting with your partner. You're not mm -hmm. like, oh yes, she's fat. So I, you know, yeah. But, um, yeah, that's my fun fact, um, for this week. <laughs> I yeah. love your fun fact for this week. Yeah, if anyone else has interest in getting scooter fat, um, make it clear when you tell people that you're not kidding so that they know because they'll, I, they'll just assume that you're joking as I did. And so I guess the, it, the miscommunication was on me, I guess. <laughs> I don't know. Oh my gosh. Wow. What a great story. I hope that everyone enjoyed that because the first time that I heard that story, I was like, what? There's a lot and more Kayla details. Kayla has more detail. Yeah. Exactly. Be just for like privacy and stuff. But like, it's fucking wild. It's fucking wild. And again, we'd been dating almost a year and a half. I moved states for mm -hmm. us to like be together. So this was a big, um, a big shock to me. <laughs> All right. Well, I think we're going to get into our discussion now about being fat and what that means for us, how it has affected yeah. us. And yeah, there's a lot of different topics that we can touch on with this. So I'm excited to get into the meat and potatoes of this episode. I agree. There was one thing I, do, I wanted to say real quick that I had told Kayla yesterday. I've been listening um, to this audiobook. Uh, it's called You Need to Lose Weight and 19 Other Myths About Fat People. Uh, it's by Aubrey Gordon. And she was also on Jamila Jamil's podcast, who is my bae. Um talking about her book and talking about being fat and body image, especially in America and on social media. And she was talking about how being fat is the only thing that it's still socially acceptable to be abusive towards. Like if you're being misogynistic, people will call you out. If you're being racist, people will call you out. But if you're saying mean shit to a fat person no one's going to call you out on that. Like, yeah, it's still okay in air quotes, if you're listening to be like that, especially because you can do it under the guise of like, well, it's because I care about you and I care about your health. And yeah. I just, I want you to be healthy and I want you to be okay. And, and that's like the biggest misconception is that fat people are not healthy. Like, I agree. Okay. That was something else on the podcast, Jamila Jamil. She's, if people haven't seen her, she's pretty slim. And she was saying, like, if you looked at the two of us next to each other, people would automatically assume that you, being bigger, have health issues. And mm -hmm. But I am the one who has a laundry list of health issues, and I'm probably going to die 20 years before you. But people would never assume that because I'm thin and I look... Mm -hmm 
Like I'm fine. I totally agree. Do you get that a lot? Like when you go to the doctor, do you get a lot of pushback? Um, no, because I have experienced a lot of like medical things about being fat. So all of my providers now, like I switch providers because okay. of that reason. So like one of the biggest things that happened to me was I had an ovarian cyst and whenever I would go to the doctor and tell them like about my irregular periods and whatever that I would be bleeding for like six months straight without a break, they would just be like, oh, it's because you're fat and you need to lose weight. Whenever you lose weight, then your periods will become regular again. Like no one would even do any testing or anything. They would just be like, it's because you're fat. And I've been told that by like two or three doctors. So I just stopped telling doctors about it. And um, eventually it got to the point where the cyst was so big that it was literally twisting my fallopian tube. And I would be in like debilitating pain. Like I couldn't move. I would throw up. I would have cold sweats and it would just come out of nowhere. I couldn't figure out what was causing it. Mm -hmm. So I finally went to the doctor, uh, my new doctor. And I told them like, Hey, this weird thing is happening to me. I don't know what's going on. I've tried to like figure out myself what's going on by like stopping medications and trying a different diet. And I was like, there's no rhyme or reason to why this is happening. I don't know what the deal is. And they were like, all right, well, we're going to send you to get a ultrasound, like an internal ultrasound. So once I did that, then they found out what the issue was. And yeah, it was just crazy. That kind of blows my mind because it's like, even if that were true, and if you mm-hmm. lost weight, then your periods would become more regular. That doesn't change the fact that right now until and and during the time that I'm losing this weight that you want me to lose I'm still continuously bleeding like that that is still a problem that needs to be addressed whether I'm losing weight keeping weight like I can't just go home and take my weight off Mm -hmm. and hope that it corrects like I still need treatment I yeah that's just insane I'm glad you found somebody else You definitely have to advocate for yourself. And if you don't feel like you're getting the care that you need or deserve, like, don't be afraid to switch doctors. And I know that's annoying, but it's so much better now that I have, like, providers that I actually trust. And every time I go to the doctor, they're not like, you need to lose weight. Like, that's something that my old provider would say to me every time I would go to the office. And I would dread going because I knew that he was going to give me a lecture about how is fat and I need to lose weight. So, and the like studies have proven that shame, like shaming fat people, mm-hmm. it, that doesn't work. It's not going to make, you can't shame a fat person into getting skinny. Like that's literally like my whole entire life. Like even my parents would do that to me, try to monetize me to lose weight. Like I was in like Weight Watchers and stuff as a kid too. Like and they like incentivize you to meet your goals. Like if you yeah. lose five pounds, we'll give yeah, you five dollars. It, it was like a big like if you lose a hundred pounds, then you can have a thousand dollars. I can't believe that. Because I mean, I've always been like bigger. Yeah. So I have. I've always been 
pretty slender like um during childhood I had Mm. a phase where I was a little pudgier but I was always generally pretty thin so I never really got that in childhood or like my teens wasn't until after I had a baby and then like just the years following that right that I started gaining weight but I still never really got a ton of like I my doctors would say at my appointment sometimes like oh, you gained three pounds since the last time you came in and your BMI is, you should... Three pounds. But they... Yeah, yeah, I know. (laughs) Uh, But they would say, like, not in a way that I felt really bad about it, just in casual, Mm -hmm. like, uh, yeah, you want to try to keep an eye on that, try to watch what you eat, blah, blah, blah. And I'm just, like, filtering it out, fine, whatever. Mm Mm-hmm. So I've never really experienced a doctor just like blatantly looking me in the face and being like, well, when you lose weight, come back and we'll talk about it. That's the wildest thing is that like, they'll do like blood work and stuff and like, I'm not diabetic and stuff like that. And people would assume that, but yeah, yeah. My doctor would still lecture me, even though like my blood work was not bad just because of how I looked. Wow. I am really glad you found a different doctor because that sounds awful. Like, and it was also whenever I was in my like early 20s, it was the doctor that I had been to since like high school. And whenever I moved here, like it to Cincinnati for college, I was still like 19. So I was not doing anything to like be an adult and like find my own doctor or whatever like I just stuck with the doctors that I had back home yeah that makes sense and I would literally like go travel to go to that doctor and then I was like this is stupid I'm not doing this anymore I'm just gonna find my own doctor that I like and that's not gonna treat me like less than because I'm fat I agree yeah But even up here, I've had multiple issues with, like, OBGYNs specifically. Male OBGYNs to that. Mm -mm. I don't Um, fuck with that. Yeah. Like, the one time that I was bleeding really, really, really bad, it was insane. I went to the doctor, and he didn't even examine me at all. He just said, like, he looked at me and was like, yeah, uh, it looks like that you are pre-diabetic and that's the reason that you have irregular periods, blah, 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 blah. And he just wrote me like two prescriptions and was like, take birth control and also start taking this diabetic medication. Did not do any blood work, did not examine me at all just by looking at me. That's the treatment that I got. I can't believe that. And then whenever I was having all the issues with my cyst, I went to a different um, OBGYN and he was like, yeah, I don't believe that that's happening to you because you wouldn't even be able to walk in here with the amount of pain that you would be in. Cause I told him that I thought the cyst was like twisting my fallopian tube. Oh he was like, God. you wouldn't be able to move. It would be so much pain. I'm like, yeah, that's how it is. Whenever it's happening, it's not happening all the time. Like, yeah. They say that childbirth, like, if you did that naturally, is equal to if you broke, like, I don't remember exactly, but, like, seven bones simultaneously. And it's, like, if we can withstand that, then, yes, we can withstand other things that Mm -hmm. men couldn't even comprehend. Like, 
that's why I just don't fuck with male gynecologists. Get out of my face. Get out of my vagina. Go the fuck home. I agree. I'm over it. Unsubscribe. So now I have a female OBGYN. And um, actually last time that I had a really big problem with um, the bleeding, my OBGYN was out on vacation and another female OBGYN saw me and she took me very seriously, which was nice. She literally got yeah. me into surgery the next day. So, yeah, you just have to advocate for yourself and find doctors yeah. that will, like, take you seriously if you're having that same issue that I was having. And that stuff is serious, too. I had a similar issue like that. And I kept putting it off and kept mm-hmm. putting it off until one day... I started feeling just like dizzy, lethargic. Like I was having so much bleeding that I finally went to the ER and I was about to pass out. And they, I had lost like three quarts of blood and they're like, did you drive here? And I'm like, yeah. And they're like, how, why? You're about to die. And like, they wouldn't even let me walk back to the room. I had to go in the little wheelchair I got two blood transfusions and two iron transfusions. Like, that shit is serious. Yeah. So, and for them to just tell you, like, no, keep going another six months until you lose weight and you'll be fine. Like, I could bleed out and die in that next six months. Like, mm-hmm. the trauma. Dear God. Okay, so do you think that the word fat is an insult? Just overall. I think that people that are not fat think that it's an insult, and that's why they say it. But to me personally, it's not an insult. It's kind of like the word queer. Like, I feel like people have taken back a word that is, like, used derogatorily to, like, be a more positive thing. Like, if someone calls me fat, I would be like, yeah, I am fucking fat. What about it? Yeah, I agree. Or, like, if someone called you a bitch, and you're just like, okay. Yep. And? And? Yeah, yeah. Uh, we we said that yesterday too. Like these are just adjectives. Like we're are we just mm-hmm. describing each other now? Because I could think of adjectives to describe people too, but I don't think it's an insult either. I think I agree with you that people try to use it as an insult, mm-hmm. but it's like you're not telling me anything that I didn't know. You're not going to say, oh, you're fat. And I'm going to be like, oh, my God, what? holy shit, I am. Wow, what a revelation. I agree with mm. you. Another thing that happens whenever you're fat is dating is wild. The earlier things that we read about, like the pickup lines, that makes me think of specifically dating men. I didn't date yeah. any men, but... Yeah, as soon as you reject them, then they're like, oh, you're fat and ugly anyways, like, stupid bitch. Yes, and I feel like men do that anyway, whether you're fat or not. As soon as you reject them, they're just going to double down and be like, it's fine, I didn't want to fuck you anyway, you're ugly. But if you're fat, that is instantly the first thing they're going to say to you. Mm -hmm. Or any time that you displease them, it's going to be, well, you're fucking fat. And it's almost like they try to use that as like, which it it kind of works sometimes. It's like, you feel like, oh, I'm fat. I'm lucky that they like me. Maybe Mm. these other people aren't, there's not that many people that are going to like me because I'm fat and I'm self-conscious. And 
this yeah. person's paying attention to me. So even though they're literally trash, I don't care because they're giving me attention. I exactly. And yeah. I think that men definitely catch on to that. Mm-hmm. Uh, I think they know that. Like they see that and they know how to play on those weaknesses. Like, yeah. I will say though that I think over the last few years that it's gotten more acceptable or like less men are fat phobic towards women um not that women aren't fat phobic also but true that's true um, we should we should say that it's not just I've, men but not all men but all men. Um, yeah. <laughs> just kidding. and i do see a lot of media that is like fat positive and yeah so i think that helps it's also like when you're dating while fat, a lot of dating now is like online. So mm-hmm. you're you have to put your profile pictures up. So you're in a constant like you have to get that full body pick so that they know that you're fat. Or you literally put in your bio like by the way I'm fat or Yeah, literally. You know, something to just address it. It doesn't waste your time. Like so people aren't just True. But the pictures I always feel like is the most stressful part for me because it's like you can't put too many not full body pictures, but you have to put your most flattering full body pictures, but they have to be recent, mm. but they have to be, and it's just so stressful to be like, like you're literally putting an application out there, essentially. True. Aren't you glad that you aren't in the dating world anymore? Yeah, it stresses me out to think like, if I had to date right now, I wouldn't even know where to start. Yeah. And think about being fat and queer. Yeah. I feel like being queer, though, makes it a little bit easier. I agree. Dating. Yeah, it's still not easy. I feel like queer people are generally just more accepting. Like, just don't yeah. care as much about stuff. Like, you know. Mm-hmm. I agree. So what about dressing yourself while fat don't even get me started on that (laughs) oh my god finding Uh, clothes yeah I want to start back to like whenever I was a teenager and in like high school because then brands did not do like plus size clothing like they do now like I would have to shop at like the dress barn or like Kato's or Yes, uh, Deb, or um, yes. Oh, I shopped at Deb all the time. There was a Deb was like more fashionable. So, but the other places were like for women. So yes. I was dressing like I was about to go to the office. Whenever I was fifteen years old, like I'm dressing business casual, going yeah. to school. You do have so many lasers. <laughs> <laughs> This yeah. is all that fits uh, me right now. What was the other one? There was another one like Deb that went out of business. Dots. Oh, yeah. Dots. That was basically Dots. like a plus size version of like Wet Seal or Forever 21. Mm-hmm. Or like if you were trying to find something trendy, Dots is right. where you're going. But they did also have like work it was horrible yeah. quality. I lived for dots. I lived mm. for dots. Everything Same. was from dots. But 
the quality was terrible. <laughs> it's not good. <laughs> it was like buying clothes from Sheen. Yeah, except they cost you four times as much as what you would buy them on Sheen. Like, uh, I loved Dots. Dots is me my too. favorite. But yes, poor quality. Like, And it's annoying whenever that's like the only place that you can shop is that place because then yeah. all of your clothes, they kind of all look the same. The same cuts and the same styles. The peplum top mm-hmm. to cover the belly. That's also the issue that I have with Torrid is that they do the same shapes and same whatever every single time. Like, I don't want a fucking cold shoulder top. I'm sorry. That is 10 years ago. Yeah, I agree. And they get the feedback, too. That's what doesn't make sense to me is, like, the mm-hmm. feedback is loud. People are saying... We don't like the styles. We don't like the fabric you're using. We don't like the prints. Like, this is not yeah. it. And they're like, what was that? You love it? Okay, double down. Let's get a new <laughs> collection. Another Disney collection. Another skull collection. Another skull and flower collection. And you're just like, yeah. I have all this shit. I have some tees from Torrid, like some t-shirts. Like I got a Casey Musgraves one. I got a Reba t-shirt. But I got those on clearance. That's the only time that I will shop at Torrid is their clearance. Because the regular stuff is just too overpriced. For no reason. Sometimes if I'm looking for like a specific... I used to think like, okay, if I buy a pair of pants or like something standard from Torrid, it's good quality. It's going to last me. It's worth the money that I'm paying for it. That's a lie. Mm -hmm. I have pants from Old Navy that have lasted me years longer than shit that I paid 80 bucks for at Torrid. Like, yeah, I used to get my staples there, like my pants or my bras or it's not worth it. It's not worth the money. The quality is not worth it. But it's mm. like, where else are you going to go? The The options are so limited. I also used to have to shop at like Lane Bryant. Yeah. Which is another one of those like business casual. But they do have <laughs> yes. good basics. Like they do. The bras and underwear there are pretty good. The I got a bra there around Christmas time for only $25. It's amazing. It's so comfortable. So that stuff is worth it. But to pay $80 for like a little sundress that has spaghetti straps. Also, who wants a spaghetti strap dress? Who's out there buying these things? I agree. And whenever Old Navy announced that they were going to do size inclusive clothing, I was like, oh my gosh, this is a fucking game changer. But... They only had it in stores for, like, two months before they stopped and they took it out of all the stores. So you can't go shopping in person unless you have an Old Navy near you that has uh, plus-size clothing, which most of them don't. You still have to shop online. I hate that. Shopping fat is not fun. No, and especially it's, like, you have to plan for things, too, and your options are limited, like... I can't just get invited to a party and know that I'm going to be able, I can't be 100% confident that I'm going to go out shopping and be able to put together something Mm -hmm. like, you know, like I'm sure I could put together something, but is it going to be 
what I wanted. No, it's going to be probably something plain and basic because I was only able to find plain, basic clothes in my size. So that does I will say one of the best places, in my personal opinion, that has good plus size is Target. Yeah. I love Target's plus size. I I do. I like the stuff I get from there. I have a really cute Mm -hmm. pair of jeans that is my favorite that I got from there. And they have, like, all those collections with like different uh, designers and stuff like that and those even go up into plus sizes too they don't just make them for straight sizes so yeah I like that that's really nice and inclusive it could be a lot better not for Target but like other brands I think one thing that I hate the most is just that you have to order most of it online because it's like yeah you don't know the size. I order everything online. You're taking a guess. You get it. You have to try it on. You might have to return it. Like mm-hmm. Sometimes you just want to go to the store and try it on and decide yes or no. Yeah. You know? Can't do that whenever you're fat. Sorry. I Yeah. You don't get that luxury. Honestly. I see like a lot of influencers that are plus size that I follow because... You know, I want to see people like me on my page. Sure, yeah. Shout out to Courtney, who sent me a bunch of plus-size um, people to follow on Instagram. It's been great. Um, but I feel like they get a lot of hate. And, like, why? Why do people feel the need to, like, leave rude comments? I mean, I understand why. Because they're hiding behind a screen and... There's no repercussions to their actions, but, like, why do you have so much hate in your heart that you feel the need to leave a fatphobic comment or any fucking comment, honestly? I feel like they don't think they're being rude. They feel like it's their duty. They have to say something. Like, it's like, if you see something, say something. And it's like, I saw this person that I've now decided is unhealthy and I have to help them. And if I don't tell them that they're fat and unhealthy, like, I can't live with myself. I wish you would. And it's like, this person is just living. They're, like, they're just wearing a bathing suit and they're just trying to live their life. And they're just trying to post a picture and be happy. Has this ever happened to you where, like, you're somewhere wearing a bathing suit? Like, I remember I was at the water park wearing a bathing suit. That was a two-piece. It was high-waisted, but still a two-piece. Yeah. And this lady came up to me, and she was like, you're so brave for wearing that. You look amazing, (laughs) blah, blah, blah. It's just like, I know that you're trying to give me a compliment, but it's a backhanded compliment. Like, oh, yeah. I, no. (laughs) Has that ever happened to you, though, where, like, you're wearing something, Um, and somebody's like, you're so brave for wearing that, like, wearing a crop top or something? I'm trying to think if any specific, nothing is like jumping out at me, but I feel like, yeah, people have, probably not in person, but I'm sure people have like commented stuff before, like, or just saying like, yeah, that looks great on you. I could never wear something like that. Mm -hmm. And yeah. I feel like at least that one is kind of a compliment or it doesn't seem as negative as the other one. True. I have had someone say that to me and I've said like, yeah, you can. You can wear that. Mm-hmm. Like, I am doing it right now. You can too. You just literally yeah. put it on. in your size and you put it on. But, mm-hmm. yeah, I, the backhanded compliments, 
I think they do think that they're being kind and that they're complimenting you. But at the same time, it's almost like I'm not trying to be brave. And the fact that you're interpreting it as me being brave by just coming out here and wearing this is a problem. Like, what's brave about that? I agree. Um, I just have an unlocked memory. Oh, I was just going to say, I am going to challenge myself. If anyone approaches me like that and says something like that, I am going to try to just ask them, like, oh, what's brave about that? Yeah, why do you think yeah, that? That's, yeah, why do you think that? We'll see how we'll see if it happens. But what's your unlocked memory? Yeah, so my unlocked memory is that I remember whenever I was a kid, my great grandma, her brother's wife, she would come over to my grandma's house sometimes. And I remember one time whenever I saw her, she was like, "Oh, you've gotten bigger since the last time I seen you," and literally took her hands and went like this, as in like wider, not like taller, like wider, and. Of course, she's a fucking boomer, so what do you expect? But still, I was a little child. Like, I was probably 10 years old whenever she said that to me. And also, uh, random addition to that story, her grandchild died because of anorexia. Yeah. So, I mean, like, it's just so sad that, like, your literal family puts that own pressure on you to, like, be a certain way. And I don't know. I will say that I have had moments with my family where they've commented, but not in a way like that. Like, um, either of my grandmas, sometimes they'll either say like, oh, you look so great, like you've been losing weight, when most Mm -hmm. of the time I haven't. But sometimes. Or they'll say, my grandma used to say like, oh, you look like you've been putting on a little bit of weight. Is everything okay? Like, are you doing all right? Or if, uh, if we go out to dinner, one thing that has always stuck with me is, like, she's very judgy about what we're ordering sometimes. Mm-hmm. Like, she'll just make little comments, like, if I get mashed potatoes and mac and cheese, or I'm getting, like, two carbs, or I'm not getting any veggies or anything, she'll be like, oh, two, that's a lot of carbs, don't you want to get some veggies, or you need to get some veggies on your plate, and... Mm-hmm. It's just, she is one of those people who does believe in, like, eating a vegetable with every meal. She does do that. So there is that part of it. But there's also the part of, like, oh, that's a lot of carbs. Oh, that's really heavy. Oh, Mm -hmm. we could split a meal. Oh, don't you think maybe you could get a salad on the side instead? Those kind of little comments. Where it's, like. I'm familiar with those comments. Um, Yeah. I've even had, like, family members leave comments on, like facebook photos no of like yes i remember oh my god (laughs) i (laughs) went to a bachelorette party and i was wearing this really cute romper and my grandma commented like next time you might want to wear something that's more flattering for your body because you could see like (gasps) my stomach like in my fucking romper but i don't give a shit I deleted that shit immediately. Oh my god, as you should. Uh, that is inappropriate. My grandma does not say things to that level. It's just little comments here and there. It's not anything, you know, not that it's appropriate, mm. but still, it's, oh my gosh. 
you should be so petty and get on your grandma's Facebook and be leaving her some little comments. Well, last time that happened, it didn't go good. So I don't think I'll do that. Well, of course, because they can always give it, but they never can fucking take it. Mm-hmm. Next time you see her, you should tell her, like, oh, Grandma, you look like you gained a few pounds. Are you doing okay? Everything good? <laughs> and then she's always wondering, like, why don't you come visit me? Mm-hmm. They're always wondering that. Yeah. Wow. That is crazy. And they wonder how people get such unhealthy habits around food. And it's because mm-hmm. <laughs> because we're raised with unhealthy habits around food. Like, yeah. And the thing that kills wow. me, too, about it is grandmas especially. Like, I know my grandma. Like, whenever I was over at her house... You can eat anything you want. I don't care. I'm not going to oh, stop yeah. you. I'm not going to say anything. You want Got special honey snacks. buns and Oreos. Yeah. yeah. I'll make you a breakfast. You want corn dogs. You want BLTs. Mm-hmm. She's going to fatten me up. And then she's going to make fat comments about me whenever I'm fat. So, yeah. My grandma was letting me drink coffee at like seven. She was like, do you want a cup too? And I'm like, Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Also, my grandma is, like, from the Appalachian Mountains, so the way that they cook is very unhealthy to begin with. Yeah. And I spent a lot of time with her whenever I was a kid, so I'm not surprised that this happened to me. But then all of my family members will say something about me being fat, even though they were the ones teaching me bad habits. And I can't blame everything on them. Like, yes. Sure. It's also just like your genetic makeup and there's a lot of factors. It's not just one thing. And not to get like too deep, but just like trauma and stuff like that. Like eating is like the one safe thing. And that's what I always did. And that's still what I do. So I don't know that I'll ever be able to unlearn that. Yeah, that's true. It's like if I don't have that vice, then I'll just have something else. That's probably worse. Honestly, yeah. You'll just pick up something else. I feel like that lady that is like, I'm just going to eat bread and be fat and sassy. That's me. (laughs) I'm just going to eat bread and get all fancy. Yeah, that's me. Do you feel pressure to like lose weight or did you in the past? Absolutely. Absolutely. Yeah, same. Same. I told you that I had been in Weight Watchers as a kid like multiple times and stuff like that. And right before I got off my parents' insurance, they were like talking to me about getting weight loss surgery, which I didn't did end up doing. And it was successful to like a certain extent. Like I used to be a lot heavier than I am right now. Yeah. So yeah, I have been pressured to lose weight and I have tried a lot of different things as far as even getting surgery, which a lot of people don't know about. But yeah, yeah, it's been a lifelong struggle for me. I used to feel a lot more pressure to lose weight, um, mm-hmm. especially like after Owen was born and probably not till he was like two. But I, when I was younger, I had, well, I still have, they're just different, unhealthy habits with food. And mm-hmm. the habits I used to have are different than now, but I definitely went into that mode where um, like as Owen got a little bit older, my body was changing because I had had a baby. Mm-hmm. I had been thin most of my life 
And my relationship with his dad, we were about to get a divorce. And I thought if I, I got back into those habits of like eating unhealthy, like not enough, going to the gym a lot. I remember going to the gym on Easter and I remember thinking like if I lose weight and the more I continue to lose weight, because I was losing weight. And the more mm-hmm. I continue to lose weight, maybe our that will repair our relationship. Maybe that will then we'll stay together yeah. and then we'll do this and then and none of that shit is true. Yeah, that's just like this thought process that is in your mind that like that that will it's fix just everything. Because of like, yeah. Society has pushed that on us to believe that and yeah. it's not true. Yeah. Your weight doesn't equal your worth. Yeah. Yeah. You should, uh, people should check out the Jamila Jamil podcast. It's called I weigh. And basically at the end, she does ask everyone like, what do you weigh? But she doesn't mean like pounds. She means accomplishments or Mm. things like that. Like things that actually make you what you are not your actual right. physical weight so i mm. think that's a nice way to think about it yeah this is just the skin suit that i'm in i don't know what to tell you true like this is just my packaging this isn't the inside right i like that i agree i don't feel so much pressure anymore to lose weight i don't feel pressure i feel like Same. at this point if i want to lose weight it's because of my own desire mm-hmm. not because i have to look hot or i have to fit in these clothes or i have to i'm sorry i look hot anyway it doesn't matter oh yeah and, and getting but, rid yeah. of clothes that don't fit anymore and it's like purging mm-hmm. stuff that you know i just want to wear clothes that fit my body how it is right now i don't want to think about yeah. if i lose 10 pounds i could fit in that shirt that's not comfortable anyway mm-hmm. i'm just done with all that it's so good for your mental health, too, to just, like, let go of all of that shit that has been, like, controlling us for yeah. ever, basically. And yeah. just saying, I don't care what anyone thinks. Like, I'm going to do me. Like, one of the things that really helped me was clearing out my closet because yeah. I kept a lot of things, like, from high school and through college. Like, Sam was with me whenever I purged my closet. So many dots items that yeah. I donated yeah. and like so many things from Deb and like wet seal, shit like mm-hmm. that. Just trash. I never wear it. I'm never going to wear it and find clothes that actually like fit me and that I like and make me happy. Like that's what I did last year. And I talked about that being like one of my vibes was. Yeah. Uh, like developing my own personal style and I felt like that was so good for my mental health too just to like get rid of all this old shit that I was keeping for no fucking reason and replacing it with things that I love and honestly a lot of it was probably or what happened to me it's shit that I didn't even necessarily like it's just what Mm. I could get that fit me yeah so like it was just a collection of shit that fit it wasn't necessarily Mm. stuff that I liked so to actually get clothes that I'm like, yeah, can't wait to wear that. Mm-hmm. Much, much better. Yes. Is there anything else that you want to say before we wrap up this episode? 
Yeah, I have one thing I want to say. I'm fat. So if you're watching this on video, you go to our Instagram, please Mm -hmm. don't be surprised. And if you leave us comments about it, I'm just going to think, I'm going to think negative things about you because we put it out there. You know it. You don't Mm -hmm. have to comment. Yeah, I would agree. I am also fat. Don't leave comments. I don't care. Yeah. I don't think that our listeners will anyway. No, because they're a vibe. Exactly. So, and if you're fat, good for you. And if you're not, also good for you. Who cares? Who cares what you look like? Again, as Kayla said, this is just your skin suit. It's just your vessel that you're in right now. Yeah. Just like your little character. Yeah. So I hope that the people that listen to this, like Sam said, even if you're fat or not fat, that you got something out of this or like you've learned something um, or maybe it inspired you to find yourself a new doctor, get yourself different clothes or whatever. Yeah, you should. All right. Well, we hope you enjoyed our episode. We'll see you next time. Thanks. Bye. Bye. Queerly a Vibe is written, produced, and edited by Kayla and Sam with art by Cincy graphic designer Brian Stoud. Join the vibe and follow us on TikTok and Instagram at Queerly a Vibe. As always, we'd love to hear from you, so send us a DM or you can send all your questions, comments, or recommendations to Queerly a Vibe Pod at gmail.com. That's Queerly, Q-U-E-E-R-L-Y. Podcasts are available on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, and anywhere else you get your podcast. We appreciate your support of our small podcast and can really use your help spreading the queer vibes. So be sure to let your friends know about us and consider rating and leaving a review on Spotify and Apple Podcasts. It really helps. Thanks for listening and vibing with us. See See you next week. week.